Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Come on, side, side, side. What's up, everybody? It's Ed Lovers. Come on, side in the podcast as we do every Monday. Brought to you by CigarsInternational.com. You know already. Go to CigarsInternational.com for all of your cigar needs, no matter what it is. No matter what kind of equipment you need, whether you need, you know, some more fluid for your lighter, a new lighter, a cutter, whatever kind of cutter you need. Whether you need cases, whether you need a humidor, whether you need a carrying case, no matter what you need. CigarsInternational.com has it right Right there, when you check out, use my promo code Ed Ten Off. That's E D uh ten one zero. Like you got to count, you got to type out a one and a zero and O F F. Ed Ten Off for ten off all of your everything that you buy on there. You'll get ten percent off. So what we doing today, man, is 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 very deep. I'm gonna have a special guest um calling to talk to me today because he couldn't be here in the same place that I'm in at the same time and the man name is Tracy Martin and you may be asking yourself who is Tracy Martin well Tracy Martin is the father of Trayvon Martin um if you guys remember Trayvon Martin was killed by George Zimmerman he was murdered by George Zimmerman all right he was shot and killed in 2012 and his untimely death gave rise to the Black Lives Matter movement, which still a lot people, a lot of people out there do not understand. He was 17 years old. He was unarmed African-American high school student. He was killed by a neighborhood watch member in Sanford, Florida community, February 26, 2012, right after his 17th birthday. He was only 21 days into his 17th birthday. He was a visiting a friend with his father, and his father's going to join us. We're going to talk about who Trayvon was. We're going to talk about the trial. We're going to talk a little bit about George Zimmerman, who was acquitted of a second-degree murder charge utilizing Florida's stand-your-ground law, claiming he shot Trayvon in self-defense. This fatal encounter between Trayvon and George Zimmerman and the subsequent trial absolutely polarized our nation. It sparked outrage, protests. It gave light to issues, including race, politics, power, money, and gun control. In this country right now, we don't like to talk about race. Race is like the big fucking elephant in the room that stares you right into your face and you don't want to talk about it. We never want to discuss race in America. We don't want to discuss slavery. We don't want to discuss race. If, if, if somebody of African-American descent brings up race, it's, why don't y'all stop complaining about that? It's not the same anymore. Everything is even. It's not even. The justice system has never been even. I doubt in my 55 years on this earth and without the rest of my life, if I'll ever see an even justice system for us, 
it was proven time and time again that there's no justice for us. It's just us in the justice system. And um, Tracy Martin decided, you know, that him and his wife after his son, you know, his ex-wife after his son was tragically murdered, that they were going to do something about it. And it really kind of galvanized us as African-Americans. Before that, I think we all knew that this kind of stuff was going on, but it was just another story, and we would always believe whatever we saw in the paper. We would always believe what we heard on the news. Oh, this dude was doing this, doing that, so he got shot and killed. And a lot of times it was at the hands of the police, so we tend to believe everything the police say to us. So we believe that this person was wrong or that person was wrong or he did this and he did that. Oh, he had a gun just because the cops say he had a gun. But for the first time in a long time, we galvanized because this was a young man, Trayvon Martin, that was 17. Right now, my son, Zaire, is 21 years old. Okay, it could have been my son. It could have been your son. It could have been your nephew. It could have been your grandson. It could have been your little brother that was killed for nothing, for walking down the street wearing a hood. We remember this like it was yesterday. It was in 2012, and it's still so vibrant and so bright in my mind. It still angers me and pains me that George Zimmerman still walks around scot-free, that he had the nerve to put the gun that he used up on eBay and to sell it at auction and there's for some idiot to actually want to buy the gun that killed an unarmed black teen. That shit bothered me to my core, man. And it's like, when we say black lives matter, it's because we're the ones that's being targeted all the time. Like, we know that the cops sometimes shoot and kill unarmed white men. We know that. Oh, but it, And white youth. We know that, but it doesn't happen with the same amount. It doesn't happen as much as it happens to us. It doesn't happen with the same amount of propensity at, that, that it does to young black men in America. They don't get pulled over the way we get pulled over. They don't get thrown to the ground the way we get thrown to the ground. And it doesn't matter what neighborhood you're in. It doesn't matter. Trayvon wasn't in the hood when this happened to him. This was George Zimmerman taking it upon himself to stop a young black man wearing a hood coming back from the store. What crime is that? When is that a crime in America to go to the store and to get you some snacks and to walk back to wherever you're going and to walk through a neighborhood and you got a hood on your head? So you're automatically a criminal. And then to get acquitted on a stand your ground law or, to, yeah, to get acquitted on, on stand your ground law claiming that he shot Trayvon in self-defense when he's the one that accosted Trayvon in the first place. So Trayvon doesn't have a right to defend himself, but George Zimmerman does. What does that speak to? It has nothing to do with anything but race. That's all it has to do with. And once this happened, it sparked a movement in this country. Along with social media, everybody found out about Trayvon Martin. Everybody stepped up to the plate. You had professional basketball players that would never speak out on injustices that was happening to black people in America, step up and put hoods on. Same thing happened with Eric Gardner when they won, when they wore the I Can't Breathe t-shirts. This sparked a movement that we had never seen before in this country. Rest in power, the Trayvon Martin story is on the Paramount Network. It comes on tonight. Another part of it comes on tonight. I hope that y'all check it out. Joining me in the studio 
right now, well, via phone, Trayvon Martin's father, Tracy Martin. Tracy, how you doing? I'm all right, Mr. Ed Lover. How you doing? Hey, man, it's a pleasure to talk to you. I mean, under the circumstances, I wish we could have got together sooner and, and spoke about it. But you're here to talk to me today to talk about the Trayvon Martin story, a six-part original documentary series that recounts the life and legacy of your son, Trayvon Martin, who was shot and killed in 2012. And your son's untimely death sparked, really sparked a movement in this country, didn't it? It sparked, like, the Black Lives Matter movement. It, everything started really happening and sparking up right right after this tragedy happened. How does that make you feel? Uh, you know, um, like, like I said uh, on several occasions, um, the the injustices that's been occurring across the country to African American boys and girls has been happening for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just so happened in February two thousand February two thousand twelve is when we started to shed light on the injustices that were happening. As a father, as a parent, I just felt as though I couldn't let my son. Uh, death be vain, and so I had to speak up and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't understand at the time. I didn't understand the magnitude of uh, of stepping up and, and speaking up for my son. And you know, it's like the whole world, you know, the whole our, every community near and far just got behind us, rallied with us, and you know, here we are today, man. Sparked the national movement, sparked Black Lives matter movement um and so many other movements yeah it actually it, it absolutely shed light on the fact that this kind of stuff like you said before has been happening to us growing up as a uh as a young black man yourself how what were your experiences like growing up did you did you feel this the same kind of racism and things and i know you really tried to shield trayvon from all of this mess and unfortunately this is what happens but is this the kind of thing that you felt growing up did you grow up in florida Man, nah, actually, you know, I was born in Florida, mm-hmm. but I grew up in East St. Louis, Illinois. Okay. And, you know, East, East St. Louis was 99.9% black. At one at one point in time, you know, East St. Louis was like the murder capital of the world. Oh, wow. Of the, of the country. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, I did experience racism because, you know, you have East St. Louis and then you have small cities around East St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that were predominantly white, and we knew growing up that we couldn't go in certain areas. Mm. And so we were basically kind of confined to the East St. Louis area. We had a neighborhood uh, um, no more than five miles away from us called Washington Park, Illinois. At the time, we couldn't go in Washington Park, Illinois. Mm. Mm. And, and so... And so I did experience uh, uh, racism as a young man. I did experience uh, being called the N-word as a young man by cars passing by us. And so, you know, I'm not a stranger to being uh, on that side of the stick. But as a parent, you try to shield your kids away from these type of scenarios, these type of situations. And, And, you know, America has a problem with, really admitting that racism is alive and well. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we 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 we're not afraid to have a conversation because we always been on the short end of the stick. Right. And so, you know, talking to talking to our kids, my kids about it, you know, my kids weren't no stranger to racism. Right. Because we have open dialogues about it. Mm-hmm. It's just 
you know, it's just uh, the in those pockets, different pockets of America talk about it. They don't feel as racism exists. Yeah, and racism is alive and popping. And and, and I think with this new uh, with this new administration that we have running things in this country in the White House, it's even more prevalent than it was back in. In 2012, Rest in Power is a story about your son. It's a six-part original documentary. What do you want people to get from this? What do you think we're going to get from this, and what do you want us to learn about Trayvon, things that we probably didn't know about him? Well, one of the main focus focal points of the docuseries is to show the the humane side of Trayvon. Um, That's the biggest thing, just, you know, because during the whole trial, the— prosecutors, the state of Florida never uh, actually called character witnesses who could, you know, who could validate who Trayvon was. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The the prosecutors, they called maybe about 20 character witnesses uh, for the the man who murdered our son, but the state of Florida refused to call character witnesses, Mm. you know. The state of Florida, they, they waited till the last day, uh, the last, basically one of the last days of pleading their case to call Trayvon's mother and his and 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 uh, my other son Javaris. Right. And and so the part that gets me that I can't let go is the fact that the state of Florida never called me as a witness, as a character witness for my son. I was the last one to speak to him. Wow. You know, from from a family standpoint. And so they never called. He was he was with me. He was in my custody right. at the time he was killed. Mm-hmm. And so for the state of Florida not to even feel as feel the need to put me on the stand and ask me questions that bothered me. Mm-hmm. It took it took the 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 uh defense team to put me on the stand to try to get me to testify against my son. Right. And so, you know, you know, so it's just showing the propensity for the just criminal justice system, how, how, how the scales of justice are in balance. Mm-hmm. And how they prosecute, how they prosecute whites and blacks. It's totally different. Absolutely different. Do you feel from one father to another? Let me tell you a little bit about me, Tracy, because we've never met and you don't know too too much about me. I'm a father of five. I got four girls and one boy. I only have one son. And mm-hmm. when this when this happened to your son, my heart went out because I imagined that was me. And I only and I only mm-hmm. have one. Sitting through that trial and every day and having to look at George Zimmerman in his fucking face every day. And having to look at the prosecutors that were trying this case, do you feel like the state of Florida fucked this case up? Do you feel like they sh- they should have charged them with manslaughter instead of going after a murder charge? Honestly, uh, the, the the recommendation was a manslaughter charge, and they refused to charge them with man. They overcharged them. Right. And, and my personal opinion is they they knowingly overcharged the killer of our son because they know they couldn't get a conviction. Mm. You know, and 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 so it, to me, I think they the state of Florida did a horrible job. I said it back then, I'll say it, I, I'll continue to say it. They did a horrible job in prosecuting this case. Mm-hmm. And that's we be- had many we had many days in the courtroom before we went in the courtroom, we were begging and pleading with the state, "Hey, listen, 
can you do this? We we were giving them outlets. We were giving them leads, and they would not use them mm. because of the way they because of the way the state of Florida as a whole cares about the death of a young black male in comparison to the death of a young white male. Had that been somebody exactly. white, it would have been a whole different fucking ball game. And you know it, and I know it too, Tracy. Oh, oh yeah, we, oh yeah, oh yeah. Had that been had had Trayvon would have been twenty eight years old and killed an unarmed young white man, Trayvon wouldn't have never went home that night. Trayvon would have been incarcerated right. from the from the time the police got on the scene. Whether he whether he said he was a neighborhood watch, whether he said he was standing his ground, he would have been prosecuted. He would have been pros- locked up. He, before they even put the handcuffs on him, he'd have been he'd have been prosecuted, sentenced and, and condemned to jail. Absolutely. And you know it, and I know it too, as two black men that grew up in this country that's supposed to be for, for, for everybody, the land of the free and the home of the brave, but only for certain people. Uh, as, a, as a dad, man, because, you know, I know myself pretty well, and you from East St. Louis, you know yourself pretty well, bro. How do you go without killing George Zimmerman? I needed to ask you this, bro. How do you live your life every day? Because I don't know if I, I probably wouldn't have went off the deep end, Tracy, for real. It's tough. You know, I have my days. I have my moments. It's tough, man. And, you know, at the end of the day, I have, you know, I got, I have four more kids I have to look after. Right. You know, I have a family out there. I got a five-year-old that I have to look after, but it's very tough. Right. It's very tough. And, and I'm not saying that, no, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I won't go out and get this guy. What I'm saying is I can't go looking for him, but if he crossed my path, then you, you know, as a father, those father instincts will, kick, you know, kick in. Absolutely. And that's just, and that's just the nature of the beast. Knowing, knowing, you know how we, knowing that we, we try to protect our children as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And so when, 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 when my, you know, I, my feeling is, my seed been plucked from my garden, and that's something that can't be planted. I can't, I can't, I can't fertilize that ground no more. And get that same seed. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so it's it's a it's an emptiness. It's a hurt, you know. And not 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 only has not not only have I lost my son, but you're talking about, you know, he didn't graduate from high school. Wow. He didn't get to go to his prom. Right. You know, he didn't get to get his his first car. Right. He didn't get to, he didn't get to get married and probably grand you know grandchildren for me so it's a lot that was lost right absolutely a so whole the, lot you know yeah so the emotional ties to that you know what you know if that day comes when I do see this dude who knows what what my 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 mind frame will be right and right and, and but right now you have to think about your other children and you got to keep it steady and you got to keep it straight and they deserve to have their dad there for you. I understand it's a it's a hard pull and I can understand that as a father. How did how did the state of Florida cuz we've been all trying to figure this out. What were what was the reason that they gave you for George Zimmerman's acquittal? How did he get away with murdering your son? They didn't prove their case. Point blank. They just simply didn't prove the case. What they did was they 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 basically incriminated themselves in the courtroom. Mm. They gave the, they gave more they helped the the defense team more than they helped themselves. 
they um honestly they this is this is a prosecuting team that's used to prosecuting African Americans first of all. Okay. Their conviction rate for African Americans, man, is is the numbers is high. Wow. This is the same prosecuting team that prosecuted a young lady for shooting in the ceiling. They gave her 20-plus years for shooting in the ceiling, not shooting not shooting anybody, right. not causing any bodily harm to anybody. Her husband had was was uh, an alleged, well, he, he was a known... Um, Domestic abuser, correct? Domestic abuser. Right. He had a lot of convictions and a lot of arrests for domestic abuse, and she felt her life was in danger. I remember this story. So to protect herself, she pulled a gun out and shot up into the ceiling. Correct. And they gave her 20-something years for that? Yeah. Yeah. And so you can convict a a battered woman for shooting in the ceiling, but you can't get a conviction from a known killer. Right. For stepping outside of his range, we all heard the 911 calls. The cops told him, don't even approach him. Leave him alone. But when did it become a crime to walk down the street black with a hood on? It's, it's never been a crime. The, the problem is this this guy had a propensity. He just had a, he had hatred in his heart for young African-American males. Right. This man called the police on five- and six-year-old kids, man. Really? On uh, numerous occasions. Wow. This is the, you know, and, and, and it, it's ironic because they called what they called a character witness for this, for the, for, for this guy. This young lady got on the stand and said that she felt he protected her life. He saved her life and she owed it to him because Two, two young African-American males had broken into her home and, you know, he started doing the neighborhood watch patrol. Mm-hmm. And, and so one of the young men got arrested and, and I guess he kind of figured that, you know, Trayvon Martin was the other young man and so he figured he would do something about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to him, Trayvon Martin had nothing to do with breaking into the young lady's apartment. Right. And, and so, you know, it was, it was that she just felt as though he did her a great, a great deal of service by, by getting the other young man arrested and, you know, protecting their neighborhood, what she thought was protecting their neighborhood. But this wasn't their neighborhood. Oh, this wow. This wasn't their neighborhood. This neighborhood belonged to the people, the residents of the neighborhood. Right. He was a resident of the neighborhood, but he didn't have no authority. He he's a, he was a self-proclaimed neighborhood watchman. Oh, so there was no, like, official neighborhood watch that he was a part of? No, he created it himself. Oh, that's why he was the captain, because he's the only one. Correct. Wow. The stuff that you learned, man, the, the, the stuff that, that, that you learned, you could have... You could have shied away from this, Tracy. You could have went away from this and said, okay, I lost my son. Let's let bygones be bygones and moved on. But you decided you're, you're along um, with Trayvon's mother to do this documentary series. What encouraged you to do this documentary series? Well, you know, well, first we wrote the book. 
Right. Um, and then we, you know, there were there were, you know, there were talks of, uh, you know, other people had to, had written a few books, um, and they had made a, a couple of mini series uh, about the Trayvon Martin story. And so we said, who 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 best to tell the story uh, from our perspective of who Trayvon Martin was? And and the first thing me and Sabrina agreed to do was, hey. We ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing. We gonna give it to you 100. percent We gonna give it to your blood raw, just how it is. This who we are. This who Trayvon was. Right. We're not. We're not trying to go out and say, "Hey, my son was an angel. My son was a teenager. He did. He does. He did what teenagers do. Right. He did you the same thing you he and I did good, as teenagers. Yeah, exactly. He was. A, he was a great kid. A great kid. Did he have flaws? Yeah, did he skip school? He skipped school. Right. He skipped school in school. He didn't skip school outside of school. So he did teenager things. You know, as teenagers, you have growing pains. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And anybody who say they they don't, you know, they, you know, and they claim to be perfect, I, you know, I beg to differ. Mm. But he, you know, he 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 had he had his moments. You know, where his, his grades slipped a little bit. But that didn't mean he was a dropout. And that didn't mean that and, doesn't give anybody the right to kill him. Exactly. And so what what the state of what what the defense attorney tried to do, he tried to justify some of some of the flaws that Trayvon had or that they thought he had. They tried to justify him being a a bad kid. No, you can't justify this dude. You know, this ain't no justifiable killing. Right. You know, and, and you know, it's just, it's. I just, I don't know, man. It's, and so what we said was we wanted to, we wanted to focus on who Trayvon was, mm-hmm. how the state of Florida got this wrong, how the justice system is unfair, and how the country is divided when it comes to racial issues. Yeah, yeah, and it, so, it really is, and this know, is stemming and, all the way. Honestly, Tracy, this stems. I mean, before your son Trayvon, this stems all the way back to OJ. If you remember when OJ got acquitted, how half this country went one way and the other half went another way. Oh yeah. So it oh, goes yeah. it goes he, back that far. He, but you know what was 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 funny, but it's you know, it if you look at the docuseries mm-hmm. and all the publicity that was given in the first couple of months of the killing Mm-hmm. You see that white mothers, as well as white fathers, as well as rural America, was gravitating towards Trayvon Martin and saying, "Hey, this is an unarmed black seventeen-year-old child had been seventeen for twenty-one days. Wow. He's gotten killed. That's an injustice." Uh-huh. And then when the country saw the first African American and the most influential man that that has lived in the White House come out and say Trayvon Martin could have been me. Now the country split on it, mm. and that and that just shows that just shows how we as people view certain things. Mm-hmm. And President Obama never said it then the country wouldn't have been divided. But since 
this is a black a black president saying Trayvon Martin could have been me. Now you got you know everybody's offended. Why? 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 Why is half the country offended because he's saying this could have been me? Right, and it could have been him. Walked in those exactly. He's walked. He's walked that same path. That's right. And it wasn't. It was nothing wrong with the president of the United States saying that. He's listen. This could have been me. Yeah, or if he had so, sons, it could have been it could have been his son, or it could have been my son, or any other anybody else's son in this country. And I just don't think that people get that. I just I just don't understand why people can't understand how unjust this was and how horrifying it was. Just not you know for for us, but for more so for me, I felt bad for you as a dad because, like I told you, I only got one son, and I can I can only imagine what you was going through, man, and, and, and my heart goes out to you. Tell me about the Trayvon Martin Foundation. Well, the Trayvon Martin Foundation, we, we, we uh, created the foundation on the heels of, of course, our, our son life being taken, and we wanted, we wanted to do something to, uh, in his memory, something to memorialize him, mm-hmm. something to keep, keep a legacy, build a legacy for him, uh, because, you know, we, we, we felt as though, his name and it is that iconic figure had galvanized the country in a way in which we hadn't seen in century and years. And so we, we built, we, we built, put the foundation together. Um, the, the basis of the foundation was to advocate against senseless gun violence. Um, whether, you know, we, we didn't put a color on the senseless gun violence. Right to advocate for children who, you know, who, who have been lost to senseless gun violence to create, we created programs like the circle of mothers and the circle of fathers, which initially was to uh, help heal and restore the inner, your, your, your life after losing a child, mm. so to speak. Right. And then we had a mentor program. We had a, a STEM program, an educational program where we had the government involved with, uh, doing doing seminars with with uh, with youth that high school youth across the country. Um, we also had a a program where we assisted families who had lost children to senseless gun violence. We helped them bury when they weren't able to bury their kids. The, the foundation was there helping bury the kids, and so. Now the foundation is still doing the work. We're trying to get in the community and do, you know, do as many things in the community as possible. We have book bag drives. We have, you know, toy giveaways at Christmas, turkey, turkey giveaways on the holidays, and you know, we're just trying to be a, be a part, uh, a, a, a growing part of the community, trying to help rebuild our community, restore some of the men. Uh, you know, like I, my my program, Circle of Fathers, I want to help restore the fatherhood figure in the household and let's stop letting our young men raise our young men. Right. Let's let some grown, let's change them young men into grown responsible men to help raise their kids and and raise their kids the right way. Correct. You you know, your your son was 17 years old, just turned 17 years old when he passed. That was, that was six years ago. What kind of a man do you think Trayvon would been right now? I mean, you know, he was he was a he was an innovator, man. He was a mover, man. He like you know he was hands on. He was he, he loved being outdoors. He 
he was good with his hand. He was studying. Uh, he was going to to. Uh, he was taking classes with in the in, in the aviation field, and so he was like real hands on. I honestly think he probably would have. He was studying to get his trying to get his work to get his. Uh, Aviation mechanic license, so okay. he probably would have been in that field somewhere, man. I, I just, I just hate that he never got the opportunity to to really blossom. Uh, what was he into, Tracy? Was he into, was he into sports? Did he, he have in, a favorite team? He was into sports. Yeah, he loved, man. His favorite team, his team. You know, he he loved the University of Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> uh, he was he was a U fan. Okay, he loved he he loved all the Miami teams: the Heat, the Dolphins, the Canes. Uh, he was in the he was in the motorcycles, you know. I I, I rode I rode motorcycles for years. Right. So he was definitely in the in, in the, the little dirt bikes and motorcycles, skating, horseback riding. Man, he was he was just an outdoorsman. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it. All around great kid, man. That that didn't deserve the hand that was dealt to him. But you know, God got a plan, man. And I and 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 unfortunately for you and 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 your ex wife that. It had to be Trayvon to spark this movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we look at it, and I never, I never really, uh, I didn't think about it too much until it it was said to me five or six times. Uh huh. It said, uh, "Hey, man, you know, somebody, the, the first person that said it to me, they came up to me and said, you know, Trayvon Martin is the new, is the modern Emmett Day Till. Emmett Till. That's right. Absolutely. And, and so." And and when I first, when it was first uh, said to me, you know, it really didn't resonate. And then it was said again and again and again. And about the fourth or fifth time, you know, I started I started feeling like, man, this this is a new civil rights movement. It sure is. This is what sparked the grassroots movement. This is what sparked Black Lives Matter. And when we talk about Black Lives Matter. We're not we we we're not we're not excluding anybody life. What we're saying, Black Lives Matter. Black lives are the lives that are being targeted. Mm. And so, you know, just knowing that behind Trayvon's name, all these movements started. I couldn't help but to accept the fact that Trayvon is the new, the the modern day civil rights iconic figure yeah the new Emmett Till and he he has so many his name has so many uh young people involved because you know uh, before Trayvon it was if, if if an injustice occurred it kind of occurred we kind we kind of became immune to it mm -hmm. we saw a death we saw a beating and we just said you know that's just another instance that's right and yeah, now right Everybody's saying, "Look, this is what's happening. This is wrong, and I'm gonna report you. We're gonna we're gonna walk about it. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna march about it. We're gonna protest. We're gonna shut down places. That's right. We're gonna stop spending money. And so, just to know that all that's associated with Trayvon, man, it's just you know it's, it's humbling. But at the same time, I hate that it's humbling at my expense. That's right. That's right. The documentary series, Rest in Power, the Trayvon Martin story. The next episode airs tonight at 10 p.m. streaming on ParamountNetwork.com. Tracy, thank you so much, Tracy Martin, for taking some time out of your day to spend some time with me here, man. And may God continue to be with you and continue to put it to your heart to do the work that you're doing, my brother. 
God bless. Thank you for having me. Anytime, my brother. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in this morning. Thanks. We appreciate it. See, Ed Lover Show, Thank man. You. Mr. Tracy Martin on the phone. We appreciate. I appreciate. You should all appreciate. The world should appreciate the sacrifice that Tracy Martin and his ex-wife has made to keep our cause moving forward, to bring attention to all the stuff that happens to us as African-Americans in this country. I also appreciate Tracy taking some time out of his day to talk to us, to give us some insight into the case, to give us some insight into the kind of person that his son Trayvon was. I really, really appreciate it. I I just feel like I want to give this man a big-ass hug, man, because I can't even imagine how hard it must be to not only lose a child, but then you have to raise your other children. That is heartbreaking. I mean, I, I can't, I can't imagine it, man. I, I, I just can't, I, I can't imagine it. Um, my heart goes out to him. My heart goes out to uh, his ex-wife. My heart goes out to uh, Aaliyah, a young lady that uh, went to high school with my daughter Jasmine who had been dealing with a heart condition and had a major heart transplant, recently died at the age of 23 years old. Um, My producer, Krista, one of her girlfriends, just lost a six-year-old child um, from a serious form of cancer. I can't imagine what it must be like for a parent to lose their child, man. I remember when my dad died, my grandmother was still alive, and um, she ain't lived too far after that because she had lost all her children. I just... I can't imagine what it must be like. And then to have your child, like Tracy Martin did, to have his son lose his life with, a, you know, with something that's not his fault. Like, all the kid was doing was coming home from the store wearing a hood. And somebody ran up on him and accosted him, and they got into a fight, and he was shot and killed, and the man got away with it. That That's the—I don't even understand how America could find— this to be anything but an unjust killing. I don't understand the whole stand your ground bullshit in Florida. I just, I don't get it. And I don't think I ever will get it. So let's make sure that we support what the, what Tracy Martin is is trying to do in the community. Let's make sure that we all check out rest in power, the Trayvon Martin story to get the real on an unflinching and unflattering and a 100% raw story on what happened to Trayvon because it could be anybody's child in any part of America and we need to get this shit together. Is that lovers? Come on, son. The podcast, y'all be well. Till the next time, keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Kimana Paulus and Krista Hayes. Recorded at Mean Street Studios in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.